Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? Doug Gottlieb Show in the Bonus, Fox Sports Radio. iHeartRadio app, welcome in. Okay, so if it's your first time listening to the In the Bonus podcast, you'll know that basically, um, and as it plays out on the the iHeartRadio, podcast network is this becomes what the first hour even though we do it the last hour right so when you download it you hear this first then you hear the rest of the radio show so basically uh this is like an hour radio show only we can say and do whatever we want and we don't have to take traditional breaks and it's a little bit more free-flowing we do have something called what the fox says which is basically we play for you clips from earlier in the day on either Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. Then I comment on it. We have some other cool stuff we do like You're Annoying, where Jason Stewart, who is annoyed by many, finds only a couple to be annoyed by in the, in, in, on a daily basis. We, we try and determine who's the most annoying person in sports on earth. And then we have something called Because We Can, where we play for you usually an audio clip of somebody cursing. Um many times with with other innuendo and we can do it unedited because it's a podcast so we call it because we can so that's a and we have really good stuff today let's get to what the fox says and now <laughs> every day at this time in the bonus in the doug gottlieb show here on uh, fox sports radio the iheart radio app we play for you a portion of a previous show fox sports radio fox sports one here's dan patrick talking about Kawhi leonard and his time with the clippers 
This is the fourth consecutive year that Kawhi and Paul George struggled to stay healthy, and now the Clippers are at a crossroad. What do you got? You got them for one more year than a player option in 2024. Rest of your roster can also be free agents in 2024. I mean, it's nice to have Terrence Mann and Norm Powell. Ty Lue's a really good coach. But Steve Ballmer is going to be moving into that new arena 2024-2025. You'd certainly like to have a competitive roster there. Maybe you need to change in the front office there, but watching the Clippers this entire series, and I did think, even with Kawhi healthy, that they could beat the Phoenix Suns. With Paul George, I thought that they would definitely beat the Phoenix Suns because it's a deep roster, really good coach, but you can't keep these guys healthy. Certainly Kawhi. Now, can you trade him? Who's going to want Kawhi knowing that you're going to get him maybe for 60 games? Maybe. And keep in mind, there was load management earlier this year, the, the entire regular season. So you could have him for the postseason. Even with load management, he wasn't able to go. Um, I, I guess here's the problem, right? Are you going to bail on Kawhi Leonard after he comes off the last month and a half of the season where he's the best player in the NBA? It's like, I, I just, I don't understand. Here, here's my, I had this discussion literally before the show where we were talking about the homeless problem in Los Angeles. And it's one of those things where there are a million people who want to point out who's to blame and how big a disaster it is. But, what I asked is, do you have a solution? Does anybody have a solution to the problem? It's well established. There is a homeless problem in Los Angeles, right? What is the actual solution? So if we'd say the problem with Kawhi Leonard and with Paul George is they're not and can't stay healthy. It's it's legitimate. It's legitimate. But what is your actual solution to it? What is your solution to it? You're allowed to say you're frustrated. Uh, or what I've always said, which is I don't believe in curses, except for the Clippers. They're clearly cursed, right? It's not just this. It's Chris Paul getting hurt. It's uh, Paul George getting COVID. When, you know, what was it? Was it last year that Paul George got COVID? I mean, you name it, it's gone wrong for the Clippers. And so with all of that in mind, I get it. We're all collectively frustrated because it feels like they put together a big-time roster with a big-time coach, and they have money behind it, and the owner's done everything in his power to kind of change the narrative, but it just hasn't worked out. What is the solution? What's my solution? I think you need to continue to—you need to find a point guard in the offseason. You know, you need to find a point guard in the offseason. You need to have a stable roster, and you need to put a plan in place— for Kawhi Leonard on how much he's going to play and how he's going to play and all those other things. And the same thing for Paul George. And maybe even you want to share that plan. The, the problem isn't the necessarily the load management. The problem is that, man, they're really, 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 really uh, cloak and dagger with it. Yes, John Ramos. Doug, they seem to play very well. We, without the players, like they, they played a good game last night. They only lost like six points to a very good Phoenix team. They seem to have a very good team built around 
that can withstand very well without the two players. I mean, obviously they need them, but they got something going positive. They just got to find something to kind of work it all out, right? I mean, I don't know. Are you are you happy with the Clippers and how they're constructed? Um. No, I think they I, I, they didn't have a point guard. They made some bad choices and probably should have gone out and gotten Mike Conley. But no, they do. They have a good team. They have a good roster. And they're used to playing without those guys because they sit so much during the regular season. But if to win a championship, you got to have those guys and they got to be healthy. And I don't know another solution other than you just try again. You just you just try again. So, uh Here's Colin Cowherd talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Outside of John Elway with the Broncos and maybe Derek Jeter with the Yankees, anything that's ever been great for a long time in sports almost never ends gracefully. Michael Jordan and the Bulls ended with animosity. Brady and Belichick's dynasty ended with animosity. Kobe, Shaq, Phil Jackson ended with animosity. Farvin Green Bay, Dan Marino in Miami ended with turbulence. I mean, all Laker fans will tell you, Jerry West, Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, all of those end bumpy in L.A. All of them. Even Jerry West. He was Mr. Laker. So that's the way it ends. Even the Beatles ended with turbulence, ugly, animosity. Maybe it's men needing control, needing leverage, a pat on the back. But I look at the Jets and I'm like, hey, it's not going to last very long. This is a one or a two-year deal. A lot of smiles. Can't wait to watch it. But this stuff always ends poorly. Yeah, it it, it does. Um, almost every departure from a place will, you know, again, it depends upon departure. But my guess is that over the next year and a half, two years, everyone in Green Bay will just talk shit on Aaron Rodgers. That's what will happen. How do I know that's what happens most places? Especially places that... Um, uh, are off the beaten path a little bit, you know, where you felt like you were really a part of it. You told us it was a special place, and yet you did everything in your power to get out of that special place because you didn't want to be there or live there in the off season, right? And for whatever reason, sometimes it's because of how you acted when you're there or maybe how you acted when you left or the fact that they find it hi- hypocritical or maybe it's because they're jealous that you got out and they did not. That's also part of it. But I, I I found it interesting. You know, there was a... Um, uh, Brady Quinn has a rant which relates to this. And I want to kind of combine the two commentary. Here's Brady Quinn, part of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, talking about Aaron Rodgers' departure. One of the articles that kind of popped up was talking about how Dak Prescott's now the longest uh, current tenured quarterback with his team. Yeah. And I think we've seen the end of an era in regards to how long quarterbacks play with those franchises. Hmm. I just don't think you're going to see that very much. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, maybe um, you, you, you look at him and you say, okay, he's got a chance because he chose to sign such a long-term deal and it's a great setup. But if Andy Reid's not there and he might not feel confident in who they bring in, depending on who that may be, uh, you got to wonder if, if they don't start to look at going elsewhere. You know, a lot of these guys who are younger quarterbacks kind of born into a league now that's seen Aaron Rodgers go from Green Bay after being there, what, 18 years or longer than that ever was, 
and move on to the Jets. They've watched Tom Brady move on from New England to go to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson as well. He's not, I mean, he's more of a contemporary than, than one of the old school guys. But not to get into a separate conversation, but when you look at it, you go, yeah, this is probably the, the end of an era of seeing players stay for one long period of time with one team. And, it, it, and I'm not going to say like the NBA had an impact on it because uh, players have always eventually gone on moved to another team. But even the NBA, to a degree, I think a lot of players, it's very rare for you to see them want to stay in one place. Um, yeah, there is a millennial aspect to it where where people move much more readily. The problem with it is um, twofold. One, it hasn't happened as much as common perception would lead you to believe, right? Like Philip Rivers forever and then last year with the Colts. That's actually more the norm. I mean, go back and look historically. Dan Marino played with one team. Right? Ben Roethlisberger just retired. Played with one team. Those guys are the exception. The rule has been the last year or two, you play it out with somebody else. And I think we'll see the same thing here. Joe Burrow, I think, will remain with the Cincinnati Bengals. They'll give him a gigantic, super long-term contract. He's from Ohio, like all of that. And then maybe end of his career, he tries something different. Justin Herbert. Do you think the Chargers are going to let Justin Herbert go? Of course not. They'll do whatever it takes to have him under contract in a Pat Mahomes-like contract. And Pat Mahomes. Now, might those guys go elsewhere at the very end of their deal? Yes. Do you know why? Because every other fucking quarterback has done that too. Like what Tom Brady did is more the norm than the exception. Name for me an all-time great quarterback. Joe Namath didn't only play with the Jets. Feel free. Like, go, go around. Tony Romo only played, and, and Troy Aikman, they only played their career with the Cowboys. And those guys just, I mean, Tony Romo just retired a couple years ago, but a good part of the reason had to be they got hurt. Their careers were cut short by injury. Aaron Rodgers went as a place more than a decade. Was was um, Russell, Russell Wilson more than a decade? Like, injury has led to guys either shutting it down early or Peyton, Peyton Manning leaving the Colts. Otherwise, you hold on to the guy as long as you can until you think, you know, you reach this this point. This is not... What NBA people, what NFL people fear about the NBA, which is what Lamar Jackson's doing, holding a team hostage, and even though there's a contract extension, then leaving anyway, which is a very strong possibility. Um, so do I think this is a change? I do not. And the irony to it is Brady trying to convince us it's a change when it's actually the exact same path that Brett Favre went. Right? Like we just saw this. We just saw this and we saw it with Tom Brady and we're seeing it with Russell Wilson and we, you know, we see it with, with, with lots of older quarterbacks who at some point you price yourself out or you just, you've been around each other too long and you move on. That's what the Fox said. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who is annoying Jason Stewart? It's a, it's a question I ask myself every and day. And now, it's your annoying. Hello there. Hello, Doug. Hello there. Um, hey, so I was watching um, uh, First Take today. And st- this is just a part of what Stephen A. said, but he kept um, he kept a qualifying. Everything he said this morning was, "I'm not saying that he's not injured, but." And then he'll say something like this. And this is the difference between him and a Paul George or various other people. We see them get hurt. We're 
watch Kawhi drop 38 one game like he did in game one against Phoenix, 31 in game two, walk off the court, and then the next thing you know, Ty Lue gets a net. He ain't, he ain't available today. And oh, by the way, he ain't available next week. And, 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 and he ain't available the next game. You don't know why, but you, you hear and you hear and you hear stories. Yes, they have a medical staff. You hear about he got his own medical, his own medical team. But damn it, they should be fired. He's never healthy when it counts. And again, if you're not marketing and promoting the sport, if you're not, if all you're doing is saying, I'm going to grab my lunch pail and play. But 50% of the time, you ain't grabbing your lunch pail to play. I think my frustration is the same with yours here. I, I don't know what his point is. Because no like I said, he kept point. saying, he I'm not saying no he's fu- not hurt. He has no fucking point. Except what he wants his point to be, but he's he actually is petrified of what he thinks, which is bullshit. He thinks the guy ain't hurt that he could play. He thinks he's a pussy. That's what he thinks. That's the the worst part about it is that here's a guy who has called out no, numerous other people, okay, falsely calling them out, or whatever. And this is how he's lived, how he's made his career calling guys out, and yet he's clearly afraid of saying something, which is complete bullshit, by the way. Right. So he has his own medical team, and they should be fired. Why? Why? He here's my problem with Stephen A. Okay, and I if this is performance art. Right, going on and making making himself the story instead of the actual story, which is I can't believe the Clippers, two best players, were hurt again. That's the story. There is no other story. There is no other. Don't make anything up about the 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 the, the load management and all that. Like that's part of the. Hey, does it actually protect you? Does it actually help you? Or does it hurt you? But the story is the Clippers have done just about everything right in trying to build their franchise to be a championship count. They're building their own arena. They're starting their own brand. They're doing their own thing. They went and they got two Southern California born players to come back and try and raise their first banner in arena where they're the third tenant, right? They're doing everything they fucking can. They went out and got a championship coach who the other team wanted to be their coach, but wouldn't pay him the additional years. They've done everything right. That's the story. The only story, nothing else. But he's like calling out the management, the the medical staff team. Why? Calling out Kawhi Leonard. Why? Wait, he has to promote the. So you want him to be a TikToker? Is that what I what I get? Like the only thing that matters is if you play and if you win. That's the only thing that actually fucking matters. All the other stuff is bullshit. And so you want him to fake and have a personality he doesn't have? No. Right? Kawhi is Kawhi. That's the deal. You everyone knows the deal with Kawhi Leonard. Well, he doesn't promote the, 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 this is like the Mike Trout argument. You know, Mike Trout doesn't promote himself on social media. He's not a fucking clown. He's just the best baseball player in the sport. That's what he is. Unfortunately, his franchise sucks and there's nothing he can do about it except go to work every day and try and be the best Mike Trout he can be, which is the same thing that Kawhi Leonard tries to do. You know, instead, I mean, like, look, here's the deal with Stephen A., if he had this exact same presentation and message on a regional sports network, no one would ever watch. No one would ever watch. He benefits from the fact he's on ESPN. He said nothing of any, except saying something fucking stupid, which he basically alludes to. He doesn't think he's hurt. He thinks the medical stat, medical team that, that Kawhi has doesn't do a good job, and he's really healthy, and they're telling him not to play. And because he didn't see him get hurt, how can he believe that he's hurt? I mean, that's all dumb, dumb shit. 
And what it is is what he's really saying is I don't think he's hurt because I didn't see him get hurt, so he can't possibly be hurt because I know what getting hurt looks like. And maybe he's hurt, but he's not injured. Get out there and play. This generation is so soft. Like, okay. And, I mean, J.J. Redick, he had a great point, and then he kind of lost his point because he wandered around the woods talking about all kinds of other shit that doesn't matter. You know? But he said, like, do you know how bad a quad tendon tear actually is? Have you ever torn your ACL? So when you have those two injuries, which are two injuries that Kawhi Leonard had, and oh yeah, by the way, when he tore his ACL, it was a partial tear, and no one knew. It was just like his knee was kind of wonky. It felt like an ACL, but you couldn't really tell. And, you know, the, the, the Clippers' only true issue is that they actually provide true con- uh, confidentiality for their players. Their only true issue is that because they don't tell and nobody nothing about nothing, which is what you're supposed to do, um, suddenly they're the bad guys or it's all about Kawhi because he doesn't want his medical information shared, which is actually a much stronger stance. It's the guys like who, who leak information out constantly Those are the people that want to be liked by the media. Those are the people that want to be liked by the public. Kawhi Leonard doesn't care. He wants to play. And if you didn't think he wanted to play, then why the hell was he the best player in the NBA the last month and a half of the season? Arguably the best player in the court uh, in game one and even into game two. Like this whole like, Russell Westbrook played so great in game one. No, he didn't. He was fucking three of 19. He made a couple good defensive plays. You know who carried them? His name is Kawhi fucking Leonard at both ends of the court. Watch the game. Don't make, and oh yeah, here's the frustrating part about about Stephen A. Okay? I, I believe he's in any conversation the most powerful people in media. Right? And he's on a network that is a rights holder for the NBA. So, here's the thing. Why don't you pick up the phone and call Kawhi Leonard? He will take your call. And if he won't, his uncle will. And if he won't, Lawrence Frank will. Jerry West will. Ty Lue will. You may have to hear some yelling at the other end. You may have to, but look, man, I just want to know what's really going on. That's what's embarrassing about Stephen A. And he did this shit... um, He did this shit when um, Przingis, okay, Przingis. He went on, go and Google it, Old Takes Exposed. He went on and killed Przingis for anybody for drafting him. You remember who they wanted to draft? Okay. They wanted to draft the kid out of Duke. Hold on real quick, let me find it. Edit this part. Uh, Justice Winslow. He wanted to draft Justice Winslow. Okay. And he went on and on and on about, I'm, I'm done with the New York Knicks. I'm done with them. How can they not draft Justice Winslow? Okay. He lives and works in New York City. Przingis had several workouts open to the media in New York City. This is where you're lazy. That's it. It's just laziness. Because he has the world at his fingertips, and he doesn't even have to go to Przingis' workout. Call anybody you know and respect and go like, hey man, I couldn't get over to Basketball City. Did you see the Przingis workout? Yeah, he's really fucking good. He's 7'4", he moves, he can shoot, like, got a chance. 
Right? And Przingis hasn't been an all NBA caliber guy. Obviously, injury set him back. You know, I, I don't know if he's he's not great, but you know who he's better than? He's better than Justice Winslow. And everybody who covered the NBA knew the NBA knew that going in. The only person who didn't was Stephen A. And it wasn't because Stephen A is not smart. It wasn't because Stephen A is not good at his job. It's because he got fucking lazy doing too many things and just, hey, what's the, t- what's the topic? Oh, I'm going to kill this guy because I haven't seen him and he's a foreign player. And it's easy to rip a foreign player because they have no fans here. Where, by the way, most of the best players in the NBA are foreign players. No, they're not. Okay, who's the last three, who's the last, what, four MVPs? Jokic, Antetokounmpo, and probably this year, Embiid. But it's easy in the NBA draft to rip a guy who hasn't played here because nobody knows, and there's you don't have boys on Twitter or boys to, to back you up. Whereas Justice Winslow had just played for Duke and had played well. There you go. It's not that hard. And he's doing the same thing here. The Clippers don't provide any information. Kawhi Leonard don't provide any information. So, obviously, somebody who's close to him is like, dude, Kawhi, he could totally play. Which, if that's your take, by the way, have that take. Go for it. But this halfway take is complete bullshit, and it's just lazy because all he's got to do, he's Stephen A. Smith. If he calls me right now on air, I put him on. Do you know why? He's Stephen A. Smith. This is not me talking shit on Stephen A. Smith in terms of his name or his talent. This is me telling you that if he actually called anybody in L.A. that works for the Clippers, they would probably tell him the real deal, and he would have a real sensible take. And then maybe if his take is, hey, man, I talked to somebody with the Clippers, and they they think he could play, and his medical team is bullshit. Or the real take, which, which is, it's just terrible luck. Everybody else, every other team in the NBA, load managed to get to this point for various reasons, right? Andrew Wiggins missed time because of a family thing, right? The Lakers, LeBron was hurt, but they also sat Anthony Davis. They load managed. Go through it. The Phoenix Suns, KD got hurt, but like, look, they also kind of managed that. They managed Booker. Right? There were some questions about how much they played KD at the end of the season as he was getting back into playoff shape. Like, everybody's doing the same thing. They're just going about it. And the Clippers are the team who Paul George gets hurt right before the playoffs. Terrible luck. Like, two weeks for the playoffs. Terrible luck. In a, in, a, in a game. And Kawhi Leonard gets hurt in game one. So what is your point? Other than, hey, man, it's apparently too hard to pick up the phone and fucking call somebody in L.A. And just to put a button on that, very well said. He was the one who told Dan Webitar, hey, don't put Skip and me in the category of hot takers because we were journalists. Yes, um, and yes. None of what he said this morning had to do with journalism. In fact, as you point out, it was the opposite. It was mailing the shit in and throwing shit out there that might stick. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So uh, CJ Stroud spoke to reporters today. I don't know what I'm most annoyed about this. CJ, his handlers, uh, somebody who fed him this line, but um, he said, uh, according to the, referring to the, was it the S2 test that has uh, taken down his stock considerably? He says, I'm not a test taker. I'm a football player. And that, 
I think in his mind that was like a walk-off line. Yes, a mic that was drop. His, that was his jerk store yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, and it 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 really there's a lot there's a lot to be annoyed by. I don't know if that's his line, so I can't blame him specifically. Maybe a low-level marketing guy that fed him the line, but he said it, Doug. It's one of those lines where around your guys, and again, if you watch on social media, you're like, "I'm in, that's my guy." But here's the other side to it. That's him admitting he did score an 18% on the S2 test. It also is telling you that he's he's doing the, I think the average guy thinks it's like a written standardized, te- standardized test you walk in, and it is not at all. <clears throat> you can't study for it. You can't prep for it. It does not, it, there's no like have to check your work. It is, it is simply a test which is used in a variety. These types of tests are used in other forms of work. But it's one it's, that's simply based upon your ability to decipher information and, and the rate at which you process it. That's it. And um, that message of, hey, I'm a really good football player anyway, and don't worry about it. Like, again, that's that that's to me that's not the message i'd like my quarterback to have right ask me the same question uh hey what's your uh, what's your response to the report about the low s2 score uh, listen i'm i'm embarrassed by it i'm embarrassed by it you know probably should have locked in a little bit more that day um maybe i didn't you know in hindsight i didn't know what i was in for and maybe i should have kind of prepped for it with my team a little bit more but, like, look, this is the ability to decipher information and read coverage. Those are things that are gained over time. And if you ask anybody at Ohio State, I have a great work ethic. And I wouldn't be in this position to be drafted highly if people didn't think that I was intelligent and talented. And whatever I lack, I think I can make up for it by just getting in the film room, getting on the field, and being a great quarterback. Whose answer was better? Yeah, that second one's better. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I just don't want him teaching. I'm not a good test taker. Yeah, I don't want him teaching. I just I just go touchdowns. For, <laughs> like, dude, just so you know, everybody like everybody throws touchdowns at Ohio State. Everybody throws touchdowns at Ohio State. You know, I mean, look, Justin Fields had arguably the greatest season, maybe inarguably the greatest season in the history of Ohio State football, and. I think it'd be fair to say that Justin Fields is not does not appear to be a great processor at the line of scrimmage. And Justin Fields is the only success story they have at Ohio State. Matter of fact, the best quarterback ever to come out of Ohio State transferred out of Ohio State and went to LSU. Because what it takes to be successful in college, it doesn't necessarily take to be successful in the pros. Okay, you got it? one more? Three, two, one. <laughs> um... Fernando Tatis was in, uh, I want to say, left field or right field last night in Chicago, and uh, he was greeted with chants of, uh, he's on steroids. Not very original or creative, but it it, it did the trick, because he's on steroids uh, brought out a dancing Fernando Tatis. He started to dance to it and, and mock the crowd and stuff, and like... 
I thought this was the Fernando Tatis that had learned so much from his experience. He's no longer this immature child who uh, who took the whatever he called it the uh, impre- imp- you know I don't even know what what the reasoning was for taking the story in the first place was. But I thought he had turned things around. Dancing to chants of you're on steroids doesn't look like a new mature player, Doug. He, he's annoying for a lot of reasons, but dancing to chants of you're on steroids is the most recent. Uh, I'm going to give him a pass on it because there's a lot worse reactions to it. The defensive reaction, the lying reaction, all the other stuff in comparison to the annoyance of everybody else. I'm, I'm, I'm going to allow it. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, most annoying Stephen A. Smith Be- because of the platform and what his voice kind of presents to us. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. No. All right, we'll do an open in a in a in a break. No, let's do it because we can. It's good. All right, three, two, one. Uh, let's play something because we can. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. AJ Przinsky, a former catcher, former White Sox catcher. He won a ring with the White Sox, so he had current White Sox starting pitcher Lance Lynn on his podcast, and he started it this way. As a White Sox fan, what the fuck is going on? Please, please tell me why. Please, please explain. What the fuck? I'm please, gonna, to be, just start to be, somewhere. Give me Pope, please. To be to be honest with you, we are in the midst of everybody learning a whole new way of going about things in this organization. So that's it. It's because the question, because that AJ Brzezinski presented the question. What the fuck is up with the White Sox? Yeah, I love it. To a current player, I absolutely love it. It's it's what we all wanted to ask, and he actually asks in the way we all wanted to ask. AJ Brzezinski, you're a boss. Thank you so much for providing that content because we can. All right, that's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Check out the radio show daily, three to five Eastern, twelve to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.